It wasn't until he had gone a couple of blocks that he got the sensation he was being followed. He glanced back and saw a couple of men looking at his store window, and since the store was dark, he was pretty sure they weren't window shopping. He turned around and started to walk a little faster, but still at normal pace. He didn't want to let them know he had seen them. As he turned a corner, he instantly realized his mistake, as his face was hit by a flying fist. Damn it, he thought. I forgot to look ahead. He quickly recovered and took on the guy in front of him, hoping he could finish him off before his two friends from behind came to join the party. He was almost successful. Then he felt a sharp pain in the back of his head, and his legs started to give away. It can't end now, he thought. My kids need me. Before he went down, he saw a face with a scar across it. Then he heard other voices, heard a thump, and then another. Are you okay, Michael? Can you walk? Michael heard the voice and tried to get up, but he couldn't figure out how to get his legs to work correctly. Bring him back to Patrick's. There's a room in the back. When Michael woke up, he was in a strange bed, and he tried to get up. Whoa, buddy, slow down. You aren't going anywhere, Gillespie said as he pushed Michael back down. My kids, Michael started to say. It's all right, Gillespie said. I had someone tell Aunt Ryan, and he got news to your aunt, to your children. Their Aunt Patricia say everything's fine, and you just need to rest and get better. Michael laid back down. His head hurt too much to argue. The bed he was in was nice, far better than anything he had ever slept in. The sheets were soft, and the pillow was stuffed with goose down, something he had heard about, but never in life thought he would sleep on. Where am I? You're at Patrick's. He had a room upstairs in the back. What about the men who attacked me? Don't worry about them. Let us take care of that. Michael wasn't sure what Gillespie meant by that, and decided the smart move was not to ask. Then another man came into the room. Michael assumed he was a doctor. There are some people to see you outside. I told them they could come in, but only for a few minutes. In the door came Danny and Mary, followed by Patrick, who was holding Aunt Patricia's hand. I told them they should wait, but Danny and Mary insisted on coming. Are you okay? Does your head hurt a lot? said Mary. Yes, I'm okay, and yes, my head does hurt a lot. What happened, Father? Danny asked. My head had an argument with a sharp object, and the sharp object won. If I knew we were going to play 20 questions, I would have been more prepared, Michael teased. The truth was, though, he wasn't sure how much to tell the children, especially when he wasn't sure of all the details himself. Are they behaving themselves? Yes, they've been good, said Aunt Patricia. Good, I'm glad. All right, you three, we need to go and let your father rest. Oh, can't we stay a little longer? No, your aunt is right. Your father needs his rest, said the doctor who let them into the room. Then Patrick hesitated and he started to leave. But what happens if the men came back? We should be here. Gillespie smiled slightly. Don't worry, young man. Your father's in good hands. We will all make sure he's safe. The best thing you can do is for him 
is to let him rest. Okay, said Patrick with a voice that said he wasn't totally convinced as he followed Danny out of the room.